radio is so much more helpful than other marketing channels. And in my experience, it produces a much more high quality motivated seller from the standpoint that once you're on radio, it's the perception of it. Uh, people go, well, hey, like, uh, you know, if you're on radio, you got to be legitimate. Radio must be so difficult and so expensive to get on that if that person is advertising their business on radio, they've mm-hmm. got to be the go-to person. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. What's up, Rhinos? You're listening to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Hardy. And today I've got a fellow Wholesaling Inc. coach with me, Grace Mills, coach of REI Radio 2.0. I love inbound marketing methods. And what I mean by that is that leads are calling me. I am not calling them. It is a completely different side to sit on when they are calling you. Inbound leads are typically more motivated, a little bit nicer. You you know, you feel as though they really they want to talk to you. So I love inbound. I love TV ads. I love the idea of radio ads. I've never done radio. I like direct mail, all for those reasons. So I want to learn more about how I can use radio in my virtual wholesaling business. So I've got an expert here, Grace. Grace, welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me on, Lauren. I'm really excited to be able to uh, talk this over with you. This is a question that comes up for a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah, I imagine. I imagine. Well, first, Grace, tell us who are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So some of you guys may already be familiar. popped on a quite a few podcasts previously with Chris Arnold and even with Brent Bowers. I am the coach of the REI Radio 2.0 program. Um, Some of you may have recognized me from the initial rollout of REI Radio as doing and helping Chris with some of the fulfillment in terms of coaching and guiding the students there. The REI Radio 2.0 program is just slightly different in the sense that uh, we are re-rolling it out in this way where you can take it into any market of your choosing. I love it. Well, we are re-rolling it out with you now as the lead coach. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now we have Grace as the other female coach because I was, I mean, I was getting a little bored with all the men around me. So I now have another female. I'm so excited about that. I'm excited to have someone else other than me. So it's super exciting. And And it's awesome, you know, to see that, you know, you've been supporting the student. You kind of been, you were the silent behind the scenes coach this whole time. (laughs) Now we know, right? Who's the brains behind it? Brains and beauty. So it's good to have you. You know, we're super excited to have you a part of our, you know, our coaching group here at Wholesaling Inc. And I'm definitely interested in learning more about radio for your wholesaling business. So on a high level, can you explain what are radio ads and how can a wholesaler use them? Absolutely. So to your earlier point of inbound marketing, if you don't have an inbound marketing source, I don't care what you're doing, you need to actually have one. Uh, In the grand scheme of marketing, you really want to keep a balance of outbound and inbound marketing channels that are coming in. 
just so that you have at least one source where you're like, hey, I don't have to do so much work. I know I at least have a source that's going to generate someone contacting me. And so with radio, it's all about getting you, uh, you know, really splicing it down to finding where you need to be on a station. It's no different than any other marketing, you know, source or channel. You want to pin down a target audience. Okay, well, hey, who am I trying to get myself in front of? And will this actually work? It's all about getting the right message um, and the right ad in front of the right people, which sounds simpler, (laughs) but it's a heck of a learning curve. Trust me, we have split tested this for the last like eight or nine years, getting it really down to a rhythm that works for investors and actually finding distressed, motivated home sellers through radio. Right, right. Yeah, radio is something I wouldn't even know where to begin to get an ad on the radio. And so how does your program help students navigate that? Oh, yeah. So I've made a lot of mistakes. Trust me. And the only way that this comes full circle and makes me feel better about all the mistakes I potentially made is helping other people avoid them. And that is at the very beginning stages of helping you figure out, well, who do I need to contact? Because that sounds simple, but it's a lot more difficult when you're trying to find an actual point of contact. For radio or is there a point of contact for one station is there a point of contact for all stations does it work on a company basis and so the course will walk you through how to find those contacts and what you really need to say because you want to make sure that you establish the might around of rapport and build up your credibility as you're speaking to these uh, radio sales reps and so i'll help you navigate language emails, how to understand lingo, terminology, like, okay, well, if I do pick up a station, how do I know if I'm being taken advantage of pricing wise? Is a sales rep is a sales rep, no matter where you go. Right. And it's no different than with radio. They just get really fancy with lingo to confuse you even further. So then you go, okay, well, whatever price this guy pitched me, it's got to be right. <laughs> right. Um, you, you don't even realize that you can negotiate the price of your ad. Absolutely. Or that there is, you know, a system to buying radio, just in terms of all, it's all in the way that you approach your conversation with your sales rep. And they know when you're fresh out of water, right? They can smell that. They're like, ah, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, (laughs) So it's easier for them to take advantage of you in that way. And it sounds like you guys know the average rates that like they Mm -hmm. should be paying, like you, you help with negotiation prices. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It helps you get a foundation and understanding just how radio works in general. So you have a much more confident conversation because you can go in there, right? And call someone and say, well, I can probably negotiate this myself. But with having to split test this for the last eight years, we've already found the system to cut down that learning curve time Mm -hmm. of like, hey, but here's the best phrasing to use right out of the gate. And hey, here's the best way to rebuttal a certain phrase like this. Here's how you really should read a contract. Here's loopholes that they're going to potentially play with. And again, like I said, they're a sales rep. That's their job. (laughs) You know, they're, they're looking at what's best for the company line. And so they're going to throw you out whatever package they typically throw out to people. And, you know, one of my favorite phrases from students is, Hey, well, you know, the sales rep I talked to was like, Hey, he's got experience in real real estate. So I, I believed him. Like, well, that sales one-on-one is common ground. Of course, he's going to say, you're going to say, Hey, I'm a investor. I own a real estate company. His response is, or her, Oh yeah, I know a little bit about real estate. They don't. (laughs) And so in that particular case, it's a sticky situation for you to allow that person to really come up with a package or point out a station that they think best works for you when they're not an expert in real estate, let alone wholesaling. I think one thing that I wonder, I mean, I've never done radio. So, I mean, I'm asking questions that I think a lot of people want to know is like, does radio really work? Do you really get leads that way? Hey, you have to think that in every market, there is homeowners. There are homeowners everywhere. 
It's just a matter of, can you get in front of them? Radio is so much more helpful than other marketing channels. And in my experience, it produces a much more high quality motivated seller from the standpoint that once you're on radio, it's the perception of it. Uh, people go, well, hey, like, uh, you know, if you're on radio, you gotta be legitimate. Radio must be so difficult and so expensive to get on that if that person is advertising their business on radio, they've mm-hmm. gotta be the go-to person. And so it creates this space and this lane for you to really own or almost sort of like dominate their way of thinking. They go to you now for all of your real estate problems because you're the only person that they've heard on radio like that with a service like this in their market. And so they'll go, hey, like I've heard this ad a couple of times. It may take them a couple of times. It's just marketing in general. Maybe they go through a brand awareness stage of like, oh, you know, who is this person? Here's this service. And they hear you a few more times. They're like, oh, this has to be legitimate. I've heard this person multiple times on a radio station that I've been listening to. Let me give this person an actual call. Right, right. Much better. And again, because it's inbound, they're contacting you then when they're ready. Now, a lot of people don't listen to radio anymore. Like I listen to Apple iTunes or Spotify. So who's listening to the radio? You'd be surprised, you know, even with the pandemic, because some people went, hey, like even during the pandemic, are people listening to radio? Absolutely. But that's a part of what the course will teach you is how to actually track that. Stations track listenership. So that you always have an idea of what's going on. Is it going up? Is it going down? Has it remained stagnant? Is this normal? And and I've looked at, there's almost 250 radio markets across the United States. I've seen over 200. (laughs) So at this point, there's not a market, like I've not seen anything yet. Nothing is brand, brand new. Like I've got a pretty good pattern of what goes across the United States in terms of what average listenership should look like. Mm -hmm. Um, So if there's a red flag there, it's much easier for me to point it out. Well, and you got to think, so I don't listen to radio. (laughs) I also wouldn't sell my house to a wholesaler. (laughs) There you go. So you got to think your customer that you actually are going after is a customer that listens to radio, is a customer who watches daytime television. They're not subscribing Mm -hmm. to Netflix and Peacock and whatever and Spotify and all these things. Like that is not your customer that you're looking for. That is, I, I knew you would say that, but I had to ask the question because I know some, somebody listening to this is wondering, who's listening to the radio? I'm listening to a podcast right now. I don't listen to radio. I listen to podcasts. Yeah. When you but, think about the stress, sellers are in sticky situations. They don't have the beauty of working really nice nine to five jobs. Some of them are working the graveyard shift. Yeah. Right? Some of them are are you working two or three jobs? And so they're in and out of the car going into one shift into mm-hmm. another shift. So yeah, your target audience is how you have to approach this. It's not a matter of, well, I don't think anyone's using radio. It's is your target audience there. And there's plenty of data that the course will help you kind of understand how to utilize to really pin that down. Are your radio ads going to the radio stations that have like talk radio? Like, are they in between talk radio stations or is it just music stations? That's a great question. That actually comes up a lot for students. It's like, hey, should I, what's better AM or FM stations? Yeah. Maybe because most talk or, you know, sports stations are going to be roughly on AM and you're going to find more music stations on FM. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And so that's a great question. I have utilized all of the above. And then again, it comes down to data uh, because not all stations are made even. They are not. (laughs) Everyone reaches a different target audience in terms of stations and who they actually pull in in terms of listener type. And so you have to be very careful about navigating that. You can find who your target audience is. In the grand scheme of things, you'll probably end up on both potentially. 
that's if their data makes sense for you to actually spend money to be there because sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. That's interesting to think about. Like there is, I would think our customer base listens to AM radio. I would think. I, it could vary. I've seen very. some AM stations that reach very affluent individuals, people yeah. that are very well off. And, uh, and because sometimes it's the AM station is, is making it a point to reach an affluent population. And that's why I mm. say that not all stations are made even. Some companies want a station to specifically meet certain groups of people, say they have it underneath their umbrella. You know, like the radio company may want, hey, I want to make sure I have a a station that does meet someone that's more in the rural area, that's more blue collar. Oh, but hey, no, there's an affluent population here, so I got to make sure that this station, however, some way we need to come up with programming that would pull in the affluent audience that is in this particular market. I would have totally made mistakes, you know, if I tried to do this on your own. I, I Radio is something that's definitely something you need to navigate. I wouldn't know the language. I wouldn't know who to call. I wouldn't know the right stations to be on. I wouldn't know how much to spend. I mean, there's a, this is a technical marketing channel. You know, outbound marketing, like texting, cold calling, although it's great, it's a, you know, a low barrier to entry, low price point mm-hmm. type of uh, marketing channel. If you don't have a lot of money, you know, to spend and, and you're on a budget, I highly recommend starting out with cold calling or texting, it, but it's a job. It's a job mm-hmm. in itself. Yeah, yeah it's definitely. Itself. There's a lot to learn there and to navigate. And that takes time. <laughs> yeah. and it's ongoing. It's ongoing mm-hmm. because even if you hire it out, then you have mm-hmm. to manage a call center. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like, and now you're call center manager, you know? So <laughs> what I love about the uh, radio, any kind of inbound is that it's not really another job. Once you figure it out, it's a set it and forget it. And I love that. And I think that radio would work so well as a virtual model. Mm-hmm. You know, once you set it up in one market, you know, if I got it going in Oklahoma, I mean, why can't I get it going in Louisville? Why why can't I get it going in Florida? I mean, it's the same, it's the same process. Yes. So it's kind of a rinse and repeat. I think it would work really well with virtual wholesaling. Absolutely. That definitely comes up for a couple of my students. They have gotten to a point where they started to grow and went, but how do I move this into, you know, yeah. another market? And they go, well, hey. Is, would it be successful? And like radio is going to produce home, whatever, if there are home sellers there and you get your message right. And the course will walk you through messaging as well. But they're like, Hey, if I, if I could move into a market, would it be successful? The more owners are there. It's just a matter of, can that person actually move properties there? Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I absolutely think that, you know, virtual wholesaling. I mean, I, I think it's all about a mindset thing. A lot of people don't, think that you could go virtual and you can't do radio virtually and, and everything, <laughs> but you got to just change your perspective and have that mindset shift that you can absolutely do it. I absolutely love what you're doing. And I, I told myself, I think this year I want to give radio ads a try because I, <laughs> again, I, I love inbound so much. Grace, thank you so much for sharing with us. If anybody was interested in getting help with their radio ads, where would they go? Yeah. So if that is something you're interested in or just curious about finding some more information, you just go right to the Wholesaling Inc. Um, site. You can go to Wholesaling Inc. forward slash REI radio uh, and go ahead and just book a call. If maybe you just have some questions you need clarified or if this is truly something you're ready to pick up and hit go on. Either way, wholesalinginc.com forward slash REI radio.
And I'll definitely put that in the show notes. And yeah, it doesn't hurt to book a call and just find out, you know, what your options are. Um, well, Grace, thank you so much for chatting with me today and teaching me a little bit about radio. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Lauren, for having me. It was really exciting to be able to talk to you. Because again, like, you know, these questions come up for people. And so if there's if there's any way that, you know, I can help, I love to be able to hop on here and, and add any value. The Wholesaling Thing podcast is great to collect any gems from. <laughs> so thank you so much for, for having me on. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. And I will see you guys next time. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.